Hello everybody, how's it going? Welcome back to another edition of Comic Talk. Oh shit, it's not even Comic Talk anymore, man. It's Jesse Rivera likes to talk, but I still fuck up and call it Comic Talk all the time because I called it that for so long, but you know, I'm not just doing talks with comedians anymore, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing top five episodes, doing interviews with you know, artists, uh, painters, sculptors, models, musicians, actors, but yeah, mostly comics. But today, today I have another comic, for example. Today I have one of the, well, okay, he is uh, one of the co-producers of the Verbal Insults League. I have Josh Means on the show today. And man, let me tell you something. Listening to Josh Means talk about verbal insults really reminded me a lot about myself and telenovela or myself and this podcast. Man, it is great to have a project that you love, a project that you just, you throw all your ideas into and you, you know, sometimes those ideas stick, sometimes they don't, and sometimes you rework them, sometimes they do better than you thought they were going to do, sometimes you think they're going to be great and they kind of like fall flat, but the thing is, it's yours, it's your baby, you work on it, you maybe have a partner that helps you with this or that helps you with that. But man, that that thought, that inception, that creation, it's yours. And it's a beautiful thing to have. I have that with this podcast. I have that with telenovela. Josh Means has this with verbal insults. And we had a great time talking about verbal insults. The next verbal insults is going to be next Sunday, October 17th at the Sacramento Punchline. I'm sure tickets are available. I'm sure you can find out all about it on the internet by you know searching for Josh Means, searching Verbal Insults Sacramento. So do yourself a favor, go to that show if you are able to. So now, a little bit about this, about today's podcast that you're gonna listen to. I spent all day uh, messing with the audio and there's some, there's some glitchiness in the audio here and there. I apologize for that. But for the most part, you can understand the entire interview. I am sure I'm being over critiquing of myself, which is something that, you know, uh, I tend to do. But anyway, I, I it, it does have some sound uh, glitches here and there. It definitely has, uh, the, the sound kind of drops out towards the end when I'm doing my, uh, my new segment called Five Easy Questions with Josh Means. So... The first question that I always ask the comics or whoever's on the show uh, of the five easy questions, the first question is, what are you afraid of? And it cuts out when I ask Josh what he's afraid of when he gives his answer. His answer is that he's afraid of heights. So it's kind of hard to understand that he's afraid of heights, but that's that's what he says he's afraid of. And it's, it's kind of gargled and, and you can't really understand it that well. So... Josh Means is afraid of heights, but Josh Means is also producing a great uh, roast show called Verbal Insults next week at the Sacramento Punchline. He has got some great battles going on. He's got uh, Mitch Valentine versus Chelsea Beers. He's got Jake Risley versus Cookie Williams. He's got Drew Schaefer versus Los Digits. Logan Farr versus Nate Welch, Morgan Anderson versus Dylan Collins, and he's got Drea Myers 
versus Heather Rogue. All great battles. They're going to be a lot of fun. We're going to talk about each one of those battles one-on-one. Uh, -on -one, and we're going to talk about the, uh, the, the birth of verbal insults. We're also going to talk about a couple things here and there. So please enjoy my conversation with Mr. Josh Means. And again, thanks for listening to the podcast. Hey, man, if you get a chance, uh, subscribe. Go to iTunes. Rate the show. Rate it five stars. Write me a review. I would, I would love some reviews. I would love to get rated a little bit more. Um, even if it's not a five-star review, maybe you think it deserves a four-star review. I'm fine with that, man. Just let me know what you think. And uh, thanks for listening. Have a great day. Peace. You're known as a roaster. Is it a roaster or an insulter? What are you? Yeah, uh, I mean, they call it roasting for comedy, but we do verbal insults. I, you know, uh, insulting kind of means it's like not funny. <laughs> so I'll, <laughs> I'll take roasting, but uh, verbal insults is still funny. You know what I mean? We uh -huh. just already had the roast battle name. We had to rebrand. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 made, I made a mental note to be calling it verbal insults. I appreciate it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I like I roasted uh, all over. My first roast battle was actually at this festival in Seattle. Okay. And I just had so much fun. I had seen the roast of Charlie Sheen on Comedy Central, and I've seen the different roasts, but to do a battle back and forth was so much fun that when I came back to SAC, I was like, do we have any in town? I was still really new in comedy. That's what I wanted to ask. Like, how far into comedy were you when you did like your first like My roast, first roast battle, I was ten months in, mm. uh, and my first battle, they told me I made the girl cry. It was part of a tournament. She had nothing prepared. Mm -hmm. I destroyed her, and then second battle, I had nothing prepared and got oh, destroyed. I okay. just I put all my energy on the one that I knew I would battle, and then. I don't know. I was like, I don't think I'm good enough to write for eight more people that I might face, okay. you know? Uh, but um, so then when I got back to SAC, I was like, do they do any in town or what? Drew Absher had done the show called Hate Mile once before. Hate Mile, that's hilarious. Yeah, great name. He did it at Luna's. Um, that was Drew Absher? Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, I get my he, Drews confused. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, but he was going to do a second one. And I signed up for that one. And when I signed up for it, I guess there wasn't enough people that signed up or something. So he canceled it. And then Joey C did a tournament okay. at some bar in Roseville. And I did that. I I won my first two matches. Um, my first battle was against Braden Murphy, who is in a wheelchair. And uh -huh. I was like, I don't want to be rude to a guy in a wheelchair. I Like, I don't want everybody to laugh at me making fun of him that seems weird and then so i got on stage and i was like guys this is a roast battle i had to write these all right and then i said some of the most mean things i've ever said in my life and i won that battle i won the second battle the third battle i went up against yasin there were four you had to win four to win the hundred dollars so uh -huh. i went up against yasin mazin and i had no idea who he was at the time um i think that was my first night meeting him i had one joke written and it was the same thing as seattle you know what i mean i i this time i had one joke seattle had none uh i told my one joke 
Yassine had maybe two jokes. We both did bad, but Yassine did a little better. And uh, he went to the finals to face Jason D. And at the oh, entire no. time he was in the finals, I was like, that should be me in the finals. <clears throat> yeah. Why did I not write enough for him? Um, and I had a bunch for Jason D. So like, I was like, this would have been great. This uh-huh. was such a good night. And then Jason B killed Yassine so bad that Joey C was like, why don't we bring Josh up to try? Okay. <laughs> and so I went up against Jason, even though I had already lost. Yeah. And then we just told a few jokes and I don't know, I didn't want to lose again. And Jason had already won the night. So I was like, after our last joke, I was like, everybody give it up for Jason B. Uh, but then while we were all talking afterwards, I was like, I'm just going to start my own road show. Okay, so that's where it started. I want, I want to get better. Uh-huh. I want to have to write jokes so that I'm never on stage with nothing again. You know what I mean? Doing that the first time, it hurt my heart to just stand up there while another guy just roasted the shit out of me. And I had nothing to come back with. And then it happened a second time when I thought I was prepared. Yeah, <laughs> and so, yeah. like, I was just like, Sacramento needs a comedy show or a burst, uh, roast battle show. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even called Verbal Insults yet. Uh, so, I reached out to Blacktop Comedy. We were doing them out there in Blacktop. I did them by myself for a little over a year, did like five or six shows. My goal was help the Sacramento comics get better at roasting so that they could go down to LA. They can go to New York, do their roast shows and find some success. And the shows have just, it's, it's blown my mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's did you exceeded, think it would become what it. Not even close. Uh, I, I figured it would be comics and a couple of their close friends uh-huh. at every show. You know what I mean? Immediately the second show we did at Blacktop sold out and it was like, they only had 70 seats or something, but from a show that Still, was just yeah. nothing to do that. It was really cool. Then, selling 10 tickets is like something, you know? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, man. Checking stand-up shows. Yeah. Uh, they just went so well. And the comics were having a ton of fun. Uh, but when I was doing them by myself, I was struggling to a lot of people would drop out that still seems to happen to you like at least once a little bit yeah Yeah. uh yeah it happened at the last one i think it happens it's kind of a tradition that one person drops out whether it be a judge or a or a battler the judges are easier to fill in yeah because the battlers the last show we did ashley monique and corday snell were supposed to battle they had known about it for two months or so and then day of Corday had, you know, medical issues. Uh, yeah, and he's uh, further away, right? Is yeah, like he's in the Bay Area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not mad at him right oh, now, yeah, obviously, not. but like, it does suck for Ashley because she had been writing, whereas she's a writer too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she for sure is because then we just found her a replacement, and she had to write jokes that day. So did her replacement because she didn't know about it, but Ashley destroyed. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh, not every comic is going to be that good. Some people, there's a dropout and they have to write something about somebody they've never met before mm-hmm. and they can't write. And then it yeah. just brings the show down. So when a battler drops out, it sucks. But if it's a judge, like Frank Castillo had to drop out the of the last one, former Comedy Central Roast Battle champ. Uh-huh. Uh, he had to drop out of judging because he was filming some shit. 
big time in LA. But there are tons of great comics in Sac that can fill the spot. So yeah, it wasn't yeah. it wasn't too bad. And then I uh Al my co-host jumped in and filled the spot that time. But uh good to bring up Al because uh, Yeah, um, I was like in the back of my mind, I was like, don't forget to bring up yeah. Al. Yeah. So yeah. I had talked to a couple different comics um, like one night after one of those shows. I was like, this was fun, but like, I think it could be better. I think we could do, you know, like, I don't know, not make it like wrestling, pro wrestling, but like bring some of those aspects in mm -hmm. to make it more of a show than just comedy. Yeah. Like stand up from the judges roast battles. Something else to alleviate that. Like to accentuate that, I should say. Um, and so me and Al got to talking and we stayed after at Blacktop like an hour, maybe two hours just smoking, talking about how we could improve the show. And so we tweaked it a little bit. I mean, I think we me and Al even talked about it on this podcast before. Are you your previous yeah edition of the podcast? But uh made it more friendly to comics offered more pay and um like bonuses for fight of the night battle of the night roaster of the night whatever and worked on getting higher quality comics and helping the comics with their preparations and helping the crowd be ready for roasting so me and al would go up and we'd start the show together roasting each other so then when the comics come up and roast each other, they have an idea, they have an idea yeah. of how it goes. And then we try to roast the judges as well mm -hmm. so that they know it's no holds barred. Anything goes. Yeah. And everybody's friends here. You know what I mean? And we're not just here insulting each other. We're here having fun. Yeah, yeah. And so now me and Al did it at Blacktop for a year. They shut down during COVID had to close their doors. So we were without a venue for a little while. And when Punchline opened back up for like a week, I reached out to them immediately. You know, I was I was like, I knew you guys are gonna need some shows. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they had to close back down like right away. But when they reopened, we worked something out. And the first one we did was so much fun. It was a dream come true. Like <laughs> to, it was crazy. It, to think that like I just thought of that show at bar 101 for Joey C's roast mm -hmm. show and then what we've turned it into we got to go on the news like the yeah I remember watching I remember watching that news it was in the morning I was like fuck yeah. look at that I know those guys what's I, next some merch you got some merch yet yeah we need a merch we need uh we need merch we need a podcast we did a couple during the pandemic for stab comedy theater uh, uh -huh. their live shows but we need to do a podcast yeah. i think that'll help a lot you know travel to some other venues oh yeah other some venues other out of town yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, take that brand elsewhere exactly we also started doing because now that we're at punchline i only want to bring the best battles yeah. you know what i mean Definitely. i don't want to bring a bunch of at blacktop we had some we had some shitty battles <laughs> they <laughs> Some of them were not great. Uh, we had some great ones too, obviously, but. But I'm sure you also had some where you were like, oh, this is going to suck, but it turned out to be like spectacular. 100%, 100%. Yeah. And so I know, and also some of the ones that went bad, 
were still so funny and gave the judges something different to work with. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And that difference can be good. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I've had Jackie Pearl judge before, and she's one of the nicest people in the world. Uh-huh. So, like, that balance of, like, mean, super kind is fun to me. That's I, I think there can be funny in that. Yeah, yeah. In the different viewpoints. So when a bad battle happens... I enjoy it, but we can't have all bad battles. No, you know what I mean? yeah. We can't have a whole string of them. So I, for the punchline ones, I've been trying to book quality comics, quality roast. I still get a ton of people hitting me up. I will, I like roast battles. This is really the only roast show in town. There's one in Chico, but that's an hour away. So we started doing little pop-up shows at different bars. Oh, yeah, with yeah. newer comics, letting them roast <clears throat> battle each other. And then we'll We'll take one of them to Punchline, okay. like whoever does the best that night. And then we'll give some of the people that we haven't let judge at Punchline or at Blacktop, we'll let them judge there. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you guys do a great job, we'll let you judge there. I just need to see that you can do it. Yeah, so. exactly. And you've got a great show coming up at Punchline. What is the awesome. what is the date of this next one? October 17th, the, it's Sunday, 7 p.m., um, I can't wait for that one. We've got some LA comics coming up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, normally roast battle at the comedy store. Okay. Which was where like the show originated. Um, and we've got some local favorites, some Bay Area people. We also have the most requested opponent that we've ever had. All right. Well, let's talk about let's talk about let, let's let's go let's go matchup to matchup. Let's you got you got a total of six battles, so you got a total of, of twelve comics roasters. Insulters, yeah. whatever you want to call them. Really quick, I'm <clears> going <throat> to hype up the judges. Oh, yeah. Who do you got judging? Marcus Parker, host of uh, he hosts at High, High Water. Water, Mars. Oh, my Mars gosh. Mars is great. He's done the, the, what's that big fucking theater? I don't know. He did the uh, press theater. I don't know. Yeah. He did a huge show for like 1025. Uh, he's super funny. One of my local favorites, Anthony Zaccaro who's a Bay Area. Well, he's from Sacramento. Now he's in the Bay Area. He won the first rap battle tournament. They had a punchline. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, he does some rap battles, too. He's so funny. So many punchlines. Um, great comic out of the Bay. He's going to do great as a judge. And then our last judge is local legend Emma Haney. I'm oh a huge gosh. fan of hers. Yeah. And she's probably like, when I'll post something on the Facebook page that like, you know, uh, give me your recommendations for who you think would be a good judge. She was always one of the top three names okay. of local comics. And I'm excited to finally yeah. have her out. Yeah. One of my favorites too. Yeah. 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 I um, love Emma Haney. Um, okay. Let's go over some of these uh, battles. Um, first of all, we've got uh, Jake Risley versus Cookie Williams. I know Jake, super loud, super obnoxious. He'll tell you whatever the fuck is on his mind. I'm well, not. I'm not big on Cookie. What's what's what? You did also kind of just describe Cookie. Super oh. loud, <laughs> obnoxious. We'll say whatever the fuck. Uh huh. Um, she is hilarious. I met her at Michael Calvin's smoking joke show. Uh, we did two shows that night. She did like ten minute sets. Both different riffing, like the entire time. Oh wow! Destroyed. Uh, 
I don't know how long she's been doing comedy. I haven't seen her roast before. Mm-hmm. I don't know how she'll do in it. But the way she was roasting uh, me, Robert Amoto, and Michael Calvin during that show, I think she'll do great. Okay, I'm 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 taking a cookie in this one. Yeah, I'm taking straight too. Oh Jake's no, Jake's great. awesome. I, I love Jake, but what you just said, riffing and uh, in in that type of room, yeah. that type of environment. Yeah. That's For right. Sure. That's right. Sure. Okay. Uh, Next, we've got uh, Mitch Valentine versus Chelsea Beers. Chelsea Beers just came in third in the San Francisco comedy competition. Yeah, this this might be the most uh, one sided <laughs> battle going on paper. You know, uh-huh. I'm not going to count Mitch out, even though I've seen him enough times that I should. Uh, <laughs> Chelsea's great. I yeah. honestly I haven't seen Chelsea roast battle, mm-hmm. but same as Cookie uh, to the maximum. She is a ripping genius. Okay. As, like you said, she finished third in the San Francisco comedy competition. She has great regular jokes, but her fucking crowd work and riffing is incredible. And Mitch, I roast battled Mitch like two weeks ago. I it's not going to go great for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. We're going to give the edge to Chelsea. Gosh, I hope I'm not starting any Mitch beef by just uh, doing that. I just opened the door. Yeah. 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 We'll probably talk a little shit. Oh, well, but just that's exactly a yeah. little shit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Then we've got, uh, let's see. We're going to go this one. Uh, Logan Farr versus Nate Welch. I'm not, I, I don't know a lot about Nate Welch. I know a lot about Logan Farr. He's been he he came back strong after the pandemic. He seems to be writing all of the time. He's super confident up on stage. Well, he's taller now. Uh, yeah, ironically enough, he hit the ground running. Yeah. <laughs> Logan, Logan doesn't have legs. <laughs> Anybody that doesn't know. Yeah. Um, so, um, well, tell me about Nate. Um, Nate is one of the guys that's coming up from L.A. Okay. Uh, he's a comedy store roast battler. Oh boy. He's done a few of them. Uh, quite a few. I don't know his record. I probably I'll find that out so I can intro him yeah. that way. But uh, I've watched a couple videos. Um, to be honest, he's coming with the guy that's in the main event. I said, if you want to bring somebody else up, go ahead. He said, I'm going to bring this guy, Nate Welch. I watched some of his videos and I was like, damn. <laughs> Whoever's got to go up against him is in, in trouble. And uh I wanted to put the two LA guys up against some of Sacramento's best. Okay. Um, and Logan wasn't the first person I reached out to. I'm not going to lie. Okay. There were a couple people that couldn't make it. But uh, I asked Al if he wanted to roast battle Nate. And Al was like, uh, if we can't find anybody, I will. But like, you should ask Logan. And immediately I was like, I need to ask Logan. His roast battle against Drew. I don't know if you saw it. We posted a couple of clips. Uh, I think we posted the whole battle. They went toe to toe. Like they were both just cutthroat. It was an incredible battle. Mm-hmm. And I had seen Logan battle once before and he just goes for it. You know what I mean? Uh, so I'm, ex- I'm really excited to see that battle because they're both ruthless and clever. Uh-huh. That I think that one's gonna that one has potential yeah. to steal the show. Okay, this one I think is interesting because uh, you've got Morgan Anderson versus Dylan Collins. Morgan writes 
all the time. She's a she's a riffer. Yeah. Um, she's been doing great lately. Me and Morgan co-headlined uh, in Chico on Wednesday, and she just did a brand new joke that was like seven minutes long. <laughs> just a brand like, new joke. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She was like, "I'm going to do this bit. Uh, I haven't done it yet. I don't know how it'll go." Uh-huh. And then she, it was like so long. I was like, how is this not already something that's been in your act? Because you know what I mean? Like yeah. all of my jokes start out as like 30 seconds. <laughs> and then if I build on them, they might become a little longer. But yeah. like, she had this like long drawn out bit. It was crazy, like yeah. crazy writing. Um, so I haven't, I haven't seen her roast though. But have you seen Morgan Anderson's stories where she kind of like roasts people the, yeah, on the dating apps? 100%. And yes. I, yeah. That was what piqued my interest for having her do the roast battle shows. And then she said she was interested and Al was like, we've got to put her up against the white dude. <laughs> you don't get any wider. Shit out of yeah. Oh, I get it. I get it. Uh, you can't get any wider than Dylan Paul. Yeah. Anyway. Dylan's a great dude. He fucking shoots from the hip. Uh, he takes no shit. I love Dylan. Um, this is gonna be interesting. That's gonna be a good battle. I'm I've heard a couple of each of their jokes. Uh-huh. And I think I think it'll be a really balanced battle. Awesome, awesome. Okay, all right. Then we've got this this one's interesting. When I when I on paper when I saw this, um, I thought this was your main event. Uh, yeah. We got Drea Myers versus Heather Rogue, dude. Okay, so Drea Myers takes no shit from anyone. Yeah. She will she will tell a preacher to shut the fuck up. Like you know what I'm saying? Like wow. like Drea, Drea. Yeah, I don't think Drea does anything quietly. Heather Rogue though, man. Like yeah. Sacramento's own. I mean, well, Drea is, is originally from Sacramento, but then went to the Bay. Um, what, 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 what's some insight on this one, man? Well, Drea is by far our most requested opponent. I've had a lot of people say, I want to do verbal insults. I want to roast Drea. Uh-huh. And we've tried to make it work a couple different times. Date hasn't worked. Pay hasn't worked. Whatever. Uh-huh. Um, she's coming. She, Drea messaged me and wanted to do the show i told her that she could if she had somebody in mind or if she wanted me to find somebody for her uh which i would have loved to make that post um to make a post <laughs> like who wants the battle yeah, yeah. yeah um because like i feel like drea is one of the most disliked comedians in sacramento i like her i don't have a problem with her yeah but i know there are a lot of people that don't like her so like that would have been a fun post to make to um, see, just to see. But um, I told Drea, like, if she had anybody in mind, and she gave a list of a couple different names, and Heather was one of them. And Heather is top three roaster we've had in verbal insults in the past since the pandemic. Um, we've probably done like six shows since we came back total, including the little random bar pop-up shows. And Heather has killed it every time. She hasn't won every time, but mm-hmm. she's destroyed and had some of the most clever joke and takes every insult in stride because people have not been easy on her as well. You know right, what I mean? Yeah. 
they're they're uh they're going Dave Chappelle on her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh I knew right away that was the one that I wanted. Was of the three names that Drea had sent me, that was the name that where I thought it would be the best battle. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. This is this is great. They both don't take any shit. They're both funny and they both write a lot. So I think I think it's gonna be pretty fucking entertaining. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, that's gonna be a good one. I don't I don't know who I'd take on that one. I mean, I guess I'd go home team and I'm rooting Heather. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. That that's gonna be a good one. All right. And your main event, you know, talk about like really nice people being great roasters. Dude, you've got Drew Schaefer versus Lust Digits. Am I reading that right? So this is the other LA comic. Okay, so before we talk about Drew, tell me about uh, Los Digits. Los Digits from LA. I assume. Yeah. I almost assume he's like short, but that's like kind of given for a Mexican. Yeah, he is an insane roaster. He during the pandemic, he had a roast show with Jeff Ross that he they were co-hosting together. Uh-huh. Um, so that that just kind of shows you what level of roasting he's at. That Jeff Ross is like yeah, I want to do a show with this guy where we just roast random people. I've only seen him, I've only seen videos of him, you know what I mean? And uh, talked to him a a couple times, like on Facebook and shit. He's always hilarious. The jokes are really good, but I don't know. There's something about his like personality, presence, his aura that just like elevates all of of his jokes. He's just a super likable, funny guy. Which is also like it's also true about Drew. Like he's su- a super likable, funny guy. But like they're so different because I feel like Digits is kind of an asshole. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. He's kind of a. I get what you're saying. He'll yeah. He doesn't give a fuck. But Drew is so nice. But like Drew is the type of guy that like if you like had a conversation with Drew uh, at a bar, and then at the end of the conversation, like, so what do you do? He's like, oh, I do stand up. You like. You never would have thought that he does stand up and that he's so great at it. And then that he's a, yeah. Um, What's it? And so he's, he's been in a few roast battles. Yeah. He's, he's one of my favorites to watch. And honestly, when I beat Mitch a couple weeks ago, I won the Chico. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, Watch that. Yeah. I'm defending that title this, this Friday against Drew Schaefer. Oh, wow. And I think Drew's gonna take it. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty confident in my own roasting, but like Drew Schaefer is like probably the only person I haven't roast battled in Sacramento of like the normal, the regular roasters. Uh, we've only rap battled, <laughs> um, and I I'm, <laughs> I think Drew is one of the funniest roast battlers there is. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see what he brings yeah. to face digits on uh, on Sunday. All right. This is and so again. This is Sunday, October seventeenth at Sacramento Punchline at seven o'clock. All right, man. Um, these are these are all great lineups. Do you, um, do you keep like okay? So like I've I've seen you go up at open mics, right? So like when you're like kicking back at an open mic, are you like roasting everyone in your head? Like, or do you definitely see who you're behind and thinking like what's going through your mind when you're at an open mic? I do see who I'm following, and if I know them, or if I know them, I'll think of a roast joke. Like, I have roast jokes for basically everybody in the Sacramento comedy scene, just because I've followed everybody, (laughs) you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, And then I also try and roast the host. So when I get on stage, 
I'm like, that's my way of kind of bringing the crowd in. Like, I'm not just going in and immediately going into a joke. I'm going in being in the moment, making a joke about somebody they just saw. I also just saw them. I'm kind of like trying to relate to them. I don't know. But yeah. also like, it's just so much fun to start off with one of the, like a fucked up joke. Yeah, I, I always try to do a callback to the previous comment. Yeah, because here. like you said, it's, it's still fresh in their head. Uh, the other night at Last Unlimited Pro-Am, um, Defunk went up and then Artie Valenzuela went up and then I went up. Uh-huh. I was trying to think of something to say about Artie and he said when he got on stage, he said, give it up for Defunk. He looks like Rikishi. And I was like, that's fucked up. He doesn't even look like Rikishi. Uh, so when I got on stage, I said, how dare Artie talk about Defunk like that when Artie looks like one of Rikishi's ass cheeks? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I wanted to, like, if I can have a joke like that where it's like a callback to the last comic uh-huh. and also kind of a roast, like, that's those are my favorites to start out and just get into my jokes that way. Um, and it's like a good way to practice so that, cause I'm roasting everybody at the verbal insults shows. Like I'm roasting the battlers in between, I'm roasting the judges. And then we end each show roasting people from the audience. So you have to be quick on your feet. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You have to be able to look at somebody and make fun of them what what was your crowd work like before you started roasting do you think it's helped make you yeah it has helped for sure but also i'm more of an asshole doing crowd work you know what i mean (laughs) you can't step out of it i i do i try to be nice um but i don't know it's just it's more fun to shit on shit on somebody i'll shit on myself too like yeah, I mean, your 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 material, you you pick on yourself a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like, I don't know. It's just it definitely helps with hecklers. My crowd work. Yes. I feel like it 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 helps just because I'm more uh, in the moment. But um, with hecklers, I can shut them down almost immediately because I have a roast joke. If he half looks like one of these different 10 looks i have a joke for and you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh and even even some that like just are being loud like i have some different tools in my tool belt to deal with the hecklers yeah. and that because you have you have to shut hecklers down immediately you can't go like one two three with the heckler um, like you, you got to shut them because like giving the heckler the second word is just like kind of just like give them giving them the mic yeah like, man. oh man i've seen people give them the mic before too it's it's never good uh i try not to have too many interactions with them like i'll i ask the audience questions to lead into a couple of my jokes yeah um and i that i did that was like a planned thing that i wanted to get my crowd work better i have like a goal every time i get on stages to open with a a joke about the host or the last comic mm-hmm. and to talk to the crowd at least once not for it doesn't always have to be like crowd work so to speak like i can just get an answer and then if i have something that say in the moment i say it if not i have a way to break that down into my joke 
Yeah. Uh, do you play any sport? No, I, I play basketball. Whatever. And then I go into my joke about that. Uh, so, like, I have those goals, and those help tremendously for my crowd work, which isn't great, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right, right before the pandemic, I started uh, using the do a callback to the previous comic. And then, like, since the pandemic, I've, I've been working on, uh, like, talking to the crowd a little bit more. Um, yeah, like I'll ask them, like, you know, what, what type of weed do you guys smoke? Or like, because I'm because I'm, I'm using it to lead into a joke. Yeah. So it's kind of like that's kind of where I'm 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 at that second phase right now of like trying to because like my my crowd work because like with me like right before the pandemic I was still at the point where like I had like I felt I had a solid set but if someone from the crowd interjected it would just derail me and yeah. I would not know where yeah. I was going. My uh, first couple of years. Anytime I would get a heckler, I would like shut down. I'd forget some jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd get off stage early. I'd, I'd start telling shit out of order. I'd, one time I said a joke twice. Like I said oh, a joke shit. that I had already said. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I just zoned out and I was like, what was I talking about? And my friend was trying to be nice in the crowd. They were like, your brother. And then I just told the joke I had just told before that. I was oh, like, man. oh, shit. But then I like made fun of myself for that, and like people laughed because they were like, "Oh yeah, we can tell that." You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. um, it's just practice. Right. Anytime a newer comic asks me what I do for my crowd work or anything, ask a question that leads into one of your jokes. Try to find something. Don't force it. Yeah. You know what I mean, it, and honestly, I've gotten most of my like crowd work responses on the drive home. Where like I said something, they responded. I was like, oh, I got nothing for that. I go into my joke, and then as I'm driving home, I'm like, I should have said this. Oh, I don't you hate that? This. I should have said that's, this. Yeah, that's that's just like when you when you do the whole thing that like you have an argument with somebody, and then like yeah. it's not until like after the argument that you're like, oh shit, I should have said this or I should have said that. But that's the good thing about stand up is now we can go up and do it again. And maybe I don't get that answer again for a while. Uh-huh. It's a different answer. Uh, but now I know that I have that in my arsenal. Like yeah, I can yeah. go to that. Uh-huh. And I feel like it's all about just building up a bunch of different jokes, being able to use them whenever you can. I like, like I have a couple different sets, like a 10, a 15, a 25 minute set. But I also try to add in as many of those little jokes as I can to my other sets so that it's not always the same thing. You know what I mean? I'm not right getting tired of telling the same jokes. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. All right, Josh. Uh, I've got, uh, when I brought the podcast back and I started doing it in my house again, having people over again, man, I fucking miss that so much. Um, trying to make it cozy for you guys in here. Yeah, um, I love it. I love it. And I, so I was like, I want, I want to have a portion of the podcast that's, that's the same every time. So that's where I came up with five easy questions. Um, you could be silly with them. You could be deep with them. There's no wrong answer. I'm not going to be like, no, no, what I was getting at was, so like, let's do five easy questions with you, Josh. Are you ready? All right, man. Josh, what are you afraid of? Really? Yeah. I don't know. Falling from ice, maybe. Uh, <laughs> better answer. But, um, Is it one of those things where, like, you're fine as long as you don't look down? No. 
No. no honestly, I would prefer to look down. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll look down the entire time. If I look up, I'm like, what's under? <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I don't know. I don't like, I feel like I'm so fucking skinny. If I'm up that high, big gusts of wind will just this is gonna knock you right, off the, right off the side. Yeah, like I, we went camping uh, maybe two months ago, and we we're like on this cliff, and I like I was like I don't want to get too close to the edge. It's a windy day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Josh means afraid of heights. Who knew? <laughs> All right. Uh, this next question: Who or what inspires you? Um. <laughs> I was gonna say, man, if you don't say it's kid. Yeah, I mean, I was trying to think of, you know, a non-hack answer, but no, like, it's not. They really do. Uh not just like succeeding for them and to help improve their lives, but like watching them grow up and like learning everything the way they are so creative. Like my oldest son, he makes comic books, he makes his own uh costumes, like cosplay type things. We've been going to the comic cons lately he's uh-huh. been obsessed with them he's uh he watched the joker and he like made a joker costume and got a little joke book and was writing in it it was so cool you oh know what gosh. i mean yeah uh, and then my young my i have a he'll be two in december two already yeah wow yeah he was born right before the pandemic uh-huh. uh which honestly the timing was perfect of the shutdown because then i got to spend like every day with my boy as he was from three months old to now and he's just so cool and creative and like he blows me away every day that like i love it that's awesome that's awesome all right man yeah it's a great answer um this doesn't necessarily have to be like tv it could be music it could be books uh what are you binging right now what are you just absorbing everything you can um NBA 2K. <laughs> really? Yeah, I've been playing that a lot lately. Did that just come out or has it been out yeah, for a while? Yeah. Other than that, I don't know. I I honestly like never watch TV anymore. Uh-huh. Uh, very rarely. And if I do, it's like a documentary or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I'll listen to a bunch of different podcasts. Right on. Like, I'll just listen to the new one when it comes out. I'm not like <laughs> binging that much. Yeah, <laughs> right on. NBA 2K. Yeah. Um. Man, this is something that, like, it's always, like, what have you been meaning to get to? Like, it's just, like, something, like, I got to do this. I got to do that. And you just don't do it. What have you been meaning to get to? Uh, podcast. Uh, yeah. Uh, sticking to a podcast. I've made, like, three different ones. and Or I've tried making it three different times. And, I don't know, it lasts, like, two weeks. And then I miss one week, and I just... It, everything falls apart um <laughs> it's a, it could be a pain in the ass sometimes but it's like this yeah. is episode 109 i think Dude, that's incredible yeah and anytime i hear that like the gag on this podcast i was at those I was like those workers never stopped yeah. like they got stronger in the pandemic i was episode three or four or something like that uh-huh. and then the other night it was like 209 or so i was i was like what the hell like, yeah yeah and so like that kind of pisses me off because I'm like, I should be there too. And then I just, I don't I, have the equipment. I don't, I, I barely have the time. I hate when they have a guest that I was like, should I reach out to? And I like, fuck. Okay, yeah. I don't know. Still reach out to them. Yeah. 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 Get on this. Props to them. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love for you to do a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. What are you looking forward to, Josh? Well, the continued uh, success of it. 
Um, I'm also doing, uh, I do, I host a stand-up show at Class Unlimited every yep. month. And my next one in November. November 11th. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a competition. Okay. $100 goes to the winner. Audience nice. decides. Um, I'm excited for that one. I I don't know how it'll go. You know what I mean? I haven't hosted a competition before. I, I'm sure some people will get pissed off, but <laughs> we'll see. You can't make everybody happy. Never. Yeah. There's Never. always going to be like, someone's going to have like a gripe and like yeah i try to book as many different comics as i can um yeah your last one was great and yeah it was great uh, i try to book as many different comics as i can but i know some people get mad that i haven't had them on the show yet uh-huh. uh, but that's that's every yeah. that's every funny show yeah it comes, it comes with the uh with the with the with the yeah. title of producer exactly. like yeah um so it is what it is. Right on, Josh. Josh, thanks for coming on thanks the podcast this morning. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And uh, good luck with all of the verbal insult stuff. And by all, by, you call the show by all means necessary, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. It's just by all means. Oh, it's by all means. Yeah, okay. Yeah. By all means. Uh, you're, is it is it monthly or is it just whenever she gives you a slip? Um, it's monthly. Right um, on. There's been a couple months where we missed it. But it's okay. Pretty much every month. All right. Good luck with all that. Uh, say what's up to Al, and uh, and I'll, I'll I'm sure I'll see you. I'll probably see you Monday at uh, Do the Word. Yeah. All right, man, Josh. Thanks a lot.